KYW Original Podcasts. This is KYW In-Depth. My name is Matt Leon. Let's take a look at the economy for the week that was. Lots to talk about, as always. Unemployment, banks, still no coronavirus relief package from the Congress. Let's talk about it all as we check in with David Fiorenza, Associate Professor of Practice, Villanova School of Business. Always a fun and interesting conversation. Give a listen. So let's start by taking our look at unemployment Uh, claims last week around 884,000 actually came in a little higher than estimates, which I think were about 850,000, less than a million, which is good. We've been looking for that to continue, but it's still an extraordinarily high number. Is this just life for the foreseeable future, you think? Well, Matt, you are correct in in those numbers. Uh, What I do see is that that the only trend I do see is that it's been under 1 million people filing claims for the past three weeks, which has been in the 800 to 850 to 888 range. Uh, now, my next goal is to get us under 750,000 uh, for that number. The economy is opening up, but it's opening up really slow. Uh, we've had some good weather. That actually helps a little bit. But now we have the fact that Labor Day is is over, and most of your shore resorts in in Delaware and New Jersey don't have the number of people that they need uh, to man the little booths and all the rides and everything else and the boardwalk shops. So uh, it's going to be a struggle to get that number from 884,000 down to 750,000 or even below next week. I want to talk, I want to dig down a little bit on I guess unemployment numbers, but like the labor force participation rate and the employment to population ratio are both, it sounds like, historically low. Can you explain what these numbers mean and and how concerned should we be about these numbers being very low? Right. Well, the labor force participation rate uh, has not been increasing Obviously, since COVID, um, we did have some good years after 2016 to maybe 2019. The idea is that you want to you want to get people basically working in the economy. Uh, you know, you, we take the percentage of people who are either working or actively looking for work in the job market, and we divide it by the current labor force itself. So we're also seeing the fact that people are living longer, they're working longer, and I'm not sure what's happening with our baby boomers, but they may, may not be retiring as quick as we think they will because of the fact that maybe their earnings are not as high in their interest dividends and other kinds of investments they may have. Uh, they may be going back to work. Uh, they may or may not. If the employment is there, in other words, if the jobs are there, they may not be there, those kinds of jobs, especially in hospitality and tourism. We talked about the stock market last week. There were some big drops. Uh, Techs had a a downward trend here, and they really had been pushing the engine for uh, much of this pandemic. What's behind the the arrow pointing down for the time being in the tech world? Some of that is profit-taking, and I'm noticing that, that people on Wall Street are taking their profits quicker. Usually they wait two or three, even as far as six months, and then grab uh, the profits they can. That's what would make the stocks go down part of it. Uh, I do see the fact that there's, there's some of the tech companies really do rule the Dow, such as Apple, Microsoft, and a few of the other ones. Uh, anytime they come out with news, the entire market jumps one way or the other. 
Uh, we start off in a negative futures market. Now, all of a sudden, today, we're up about 172 points, but that doesn't mean much because it could change by 4 o'clock depending on what happens with a stimulus package or lack of a stimulus package, let's say. And to your point on that, we don't have a coronavirus stimulus package. I think I think just about everyone, I don't care how connected and how much they follow it, thought there'd be something by now. And honestly, I get the feeling we're not going to see anything until maybe after the election. Uh, and this could prove to be a, a big deal because there's a lot of people that were just kind of hanging on and we're going to kind of see the cascade of the, the lack of extra unemployment and, you know, moratoriums running out. And uh, I think this could be something that politicians regret now. They, they will. They may regret it mid-November, the end of November, maybe even December. Uh, I'm hearing from so many different sources. Some sources are saying, well, the money still hasn't been delivered to all the local governments or even businesses. I'm hearing stories that, that states have money. Some do, some don't, but some are running out of money. I'm also hearing the fact that, well, if we don't give out another CARES package, it could force companies to open up more or – but. If, if a state is saying stay home, how can jobs in the tourism, hospitality, restaurant industry, sports and entertainment open up? So if we're in a catch-22 situation, we want to be able to have people not lose their homes. We want to be able to have people have some money so they can go out and work. But yet, on the other hand, what happens if, if there's a spike in cases? And that's when the science comes into all of this. I want to talk about a couple of big picture ideas of... Uh... Do you have any concerns about the states of banks in the U.S. right now? And I don't say this uh, connected to anything in particular, but it's just such kind of a volatile financial situation. And we see these mortgage foreclosures uh, moving up and stuff like that. I feel like this is the type of thing that could spiral quickly. Do you have any concerns? Do you think uh, our financial institutions are in good shape overall? Well, for the, if we look at it from the macro standpoint, they are in good shape. But I think there's going to be some more mergers taking place in the next few years. Uh, I know the Federal Reserve does not like to see banks, so to speak, go out of business. The Federal Reserve will step in uh, and be able to say, can someone buy this bank? What else can we do to help these banks? We usually don't hear a lot about banks going out of business compared to places like uh, retail, let's say. And because banking does have a lot of input into the marketplace for not just jobs, but when it comes to, to loans and when it comes to mortgages and when it comes to savings, it's very important. I do see that there's going to be some downsizing going on, especially if people are saying, well, we're working from home or we're working remotely, or if people already have ATM cards and debit cards and they can do online banking, do we really need 100% staff at all of these branch locations? And I do think Banks have opened up a little bit too quickly through the last generation. Uh, you see a bank at almost every corner right now vying for your business. And I also want to talk about oil prices. We had a drop earlier this week. The oil market's been very weird through this pandemic. Obviously, you've had demand fall through the floor when nobody was driving. But uh, what are your thoughts on the, <laughs> the oil market right now? Well, there has been a glut of supply and uh, the oil the oil market also because we just had some of those hurricanes that we just finished up uh, down in the Gulf area in Texas, which made the oil prices go down a little bit. We're below $40. We're hovering around 37 38 And I also noticed gold has gone down too as well, whereas gold was seen as the place to try to put your money 
Uh, gold was almost at $2,000 a troy ounce, and now it's about 1957. Uh, so gold and oil, I watch those commodities a lot. They usually move in the same direction versus what the stock market moves in. I think investors are looking for some kind of safe bet. They're not going to get it in, in money market funds or in bank CDs. They're very low. So they're wondering, where is my next move to try to get my best push of money for the next six months to one year? We heard a lot about hazard pay for workers at the beginning of this pandemic and specifically your grocery store clerks, stuff like that. Have not heard much about it uh, as of late in the mainstream media and stuff. But you were telling me that uh, you've heard some people talking about higher labor costs because employees are concerned because despite sometimes it doesn't seem like it, we are still in the midst of a very deadly pandemic. That's true. I, there's been some rumblings at some of the major retailers. Um, they're still hiring at places like Whole Foods for their for their Amazon, which are their prime shoppers, uh, where you where you pick up your food at the curbside. A lot of places have cut back on paying that extra money for COVID, and this is now branching out uh, into housing market people are building homes and they're saying well it's just as dangerous to build a home as it is to be inside uh at a mcdonald's or a whole foods or an acme and they're and also companies are finding out that they're spending lots of money on on covid19 or or they're actually calling it uh disaster declarations or pandemic uh you know declaration and they're actually adding line items to their budgets every year and tracking it to see how much this is going to add to the cost of not only labor, healthcare benefits, but also materials when it comes to building a home or building a commercial space. And if anyone had any concerns about the uh, American capitalist spirit, uh, I think this next little tidbit <laughs> should put that to rest. Uh, the King of Prussia Mall, you were telling me uh, there's actually a COVID-19 store there? There is, and not to give the plug to Simon and, and company's um, store there. I forget what it's called, but it's a COVID-19 store, and they sell masks from $1 as much as $300, uh, novelty-type things, and they sell other kinds of things such as disinfectant and, and knickknacks and things like that related to COVID-19. I don't know how long it'll last, but like you said, in the spirit of capitalism, uh, why not? The, the store is zoned for it. It's allowed. Uh, the retailer is probably saying, come on in, spend some money, and go out and have a good time with a fancy mask. Uh, maybe you can use that mask for Halloween, even. That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon. 